Welcome to Matt and Mattingly. This is our uh, second episode, if we release these at all. Right. So this could t- technically still this be episode be a... zero in a way. How you doing, Paul? I'm well. You. Are you Are you exhausted? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I just came from my other podcast, Geek Shock, but having a great time. We had a fun I always refer tonight. to your podcast as the Ugly Couch Show. Is that incorrect? That's our base site. We do a web show called Ugly Couch Show. We used to call them both the Ugly Couch Show, and that got confusing. So now we broke it to the Ugly Couch Show is the web show, the the, the video show that we never, ever update. Disagree. And, <laughs> Disagree. You've already made it more confusing right. to and me. The, so the podcast is Geek Shock. You can just look up Geek Shock on iTunes. It's there. Geek Shock. It's on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if we get like our little apps, we can yeah. look up Geek Shock, Or you can go to too. UglyCouchShow.com. We're there, too. This is what I'm doing. I make Paul run instead of basking in this post geek shock glow. I make him run away and come here. And I love join it. Me here. I love it. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm thrilled to do multiple podcasts in a day. I've got my juices cooking already. So yeah, we, we you you brought a guest with you tonight because in case you were at a funny juice, you wanted to have some backup, right? Right. This is my my saving grace. I was lucky enough. My friend is in town, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for the one, the only Cody Dove. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Matt. It's nice to be here, man. Thanks for having, for having me as a guest. I love it. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people we got got a lot of heat. A lot of people want to be guests, but we thought Cody should get the first shot. Cody's He's got the best. Yeah. I'm well, honored. <laughs> well, you know, he's he, he he's a, a a vaunted improviser like you and I. Uh, Cody, I'm I'm not going to speak for you. You go ahead, give us a, a quick synopsis, a little rundown of who is the man, Cody Dove. Well, uh, let's see. You and I, Paula, we know each other through our connection uh, for the last 12 years. I've improvised with the Second City. That's right. America's comedy institution. That's it. Right there on old Lake Michigan in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, besides that, I've also been uh, fortunate to uh, you know, work in films and uh, do some radio. And uh, and it's cool to be in this kind of studio and this facility, too, because I'm also into magic. I uh, do magic from time to time. So, um you do magic. I do, yeah. I have a I have a really kind of a varied background. When I was a kid, I'm from a rodeo family in New Mexico, so kind of a vaudeville traveling life. Let's not stroll over that too fast. Yeah. You are from a rodeo family. Yeah, my dad. In fact, I we're in from Las New Vegas Jersey, right so now. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> well, well, here's well, here's a connection to where we are. Las Let me Vegas, tell you what I think it means. Yes, I think you're half bull. Or uh, half clown. I am. I'm like uh, <laughs> clown like and that, bull. That black silhouette that's on those T-shirts in Spain. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm strong, <laughs> like the Minotaur, the Minotaur of uh, Arachleon. Um No, uh, I came from this rodeo family. So the connection that I was going to say uh, about being here in Las Vegas is every December I would spend like two weeks here with the national finals. Oh right, rodeo. yeah, the big rodeo. My dad used to announce that. He's retired now, but he used to announce. Your dad that. was a rodeo announcer. Yeah, full time. That was my dad's profession my whole life. Give me, imitate your dad's voice. Like, what does rodeo announcer uh, sound okay, like? Okay, it's not an auctioneer. People make that mistake where they think a rodeo announcer is like, oh, give me five to five, five, five. I yeah. almost made that mistake. That's why I pimped no, him right away. There we like, go. That's an auctioneer. You do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good call. A, uh, Say, uh, a rodeo announcer would do this. Okay, yeah. let's take a look at shoot number five. That's the Ace Hardware shoot. In 2014, this cowboy won $35,000 at the Cheyenne Frontier Days Rodeo. Tonight, he's drawn a bull named One-Eyed Jack. All attention on that Ace Hardware shoot for eight seconds of the most exciting sport in America. Wow, that's it. That's something along those lines. That is, uh, wait. So, but you, so you shout facts like they know stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, well, you just give an example. Like, so I'm at the, I've never been to a rodeo. Paul, you have been to a rodeo? Nope. It's you never been to a rodeo? No, I think I went once as a wee tot because I do remember. I don't think I went though. I think my brother went and I didn't go. Yeah. But I distinctly recall. My brother having a rodeo lasso toy. Oh yeah, I you used know those, to sell those. Right, the kind that are like they're very plasticky and, and they the already have the loop built in. Right. Yes. The loop is already built in and it has like a swivel on it, uh-huh. so that as you twist it, it looks as though you have some sort of skill, but uh-huh. do not. As a kid, I would sell those at rodeos across the country, and a memory comes to mind. We you were might in, have sold my brother. Were you in his, Nephi, Utah? Uh, no. It's I happening here. Magic these. is happening right here. <laughs> well, what happened is this guy named uh, Tommy Lucia would have this, and you might have seen this monkey on television. You ever seen the monkey that rides a border collie and he's wearing a cowboy outfit? Yes. Well, that guy would sell those. And he didn't, I don't think He'd he sell monkeys? He didn't use ropes in his act, I don't think, but he would sell these trick ropes. Maybe he did do a rope act. That would make more sense. But I sold those in monkey photos of Whiplash the Cowboy Monkey when I was a kid. And would, I'd make, make a little stack of banks and put it in my personal checking account. And Awesome. Is Whiplash still functioning as a rodeo monkey? Yeah, Whiplash is still out there. He had a successful uh, chain of commercials for a, uh, a Mexican food place, Taco John's. He was the spokesperson for Taco John's. I don't know. What are you guys talking about right now? <laughs> you, Do you know what we're talking off. about, this rodeo no. monkey? No. You don't have this image in your head? No. You can't see in your head a little monkey wearing oh, a red yeah, cowboy yeah, hat yeah, riding yeah. a dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a specific monkey. Okay. That's not just like... 
throw any monkey on a dog. No, the YouTube monkey is how I would right. know him. The but better he, show before you'd see that because what would happen? Whiplash is, is his name, right? Whiplash. That's the an amazing monkey. name. And what yeah. I would do, you know, before I would put on my little hat and go sell monkey photos. How many times will I say that? Uh, <laughs> I would play the music for the rodeo, so they would say, "My dad would be like, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest tonight," and I would play the William Tell overture. Dun, 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 dun. And all attention, spotlights would go to the center gate between the bucking chutes, and this cowboy monkey would emerge, and people would lose their minds. People would lose their minds. So as I was exposed to this as a kid, it's no wonder that I'm still traveling and my profession is improvisational comedy. I really had no choice. Right. I couldn't be an accountant. That's what you say, right? You you had to be in show business for sure. I wanted to do something else. There's no way. It's in my DNA. And you also, forgive me for judging you. Go ahead. Don't look like a rodeo guy. No. No, that'd get made fun of. So you had to get out of the rodeo. Did you ever try that? Oh, yeah. Goals for a couple of years. Really? Yeah, but I looked around. Injuries? To, what's that? Injuries? Uh, well, that was the problem. I'd look around to the guys around me, and I was like, "Ah, I see where this is heading. I'm going to get into the." Uh, I'm like, if you sit at a poker table stuff. and you can't find the sucker, to hear the sucker, like <laughs> exactly. you were in the rodeo ring. That's it. You looked around. Yeah. Oh, After maybe rodeos, I'm the only guy them. without a serious injury here. I'm <laughs> getting out while I'm ahead. When all your friends have a... Uh, I'm the one riding side saddle with a bonnet on. Maybe I should get out of this rodeo ring. If most of your friends are are wearing permanent helmets. Uh, then maybe it's time to, you know, maybe do something else. Or crutches. Hey, Cody, how you been? Well, like, well, I'm getting out of this. <laughs> oh, man. But the thing about rodeo that's weird, too, is I stopped wearing Wranglers just because, like, I was like, I started to go to the city school of Farmington, New Mexico, the city junior high, not the FFA one. Mm-hmm. And kids were like, Wranglers? So I succumbed to peer <laughs> pressure. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to the big city. <laughs> Farmington, North Mexico. Yes. North Mexico. What's going 000. on, Wrangler kid? <laughs> but Cowboy, so are? when I stopped no, wearing no, Wranglers. Metro card for the bus. I stopped wearing this brand of jeans, and then I'd go back to rodeos, and yeah. I'd wear, like, whatever, kid. What, Levi's, I think I started yes. wearing. Yes. Oh, Levi's. I was, was going to say yeah. you were going to do, like, a different brand. Uh, you, I thought you were going to say different type of pants. Yeah. But you just wore a different brand. <laughs> no. Oh, I still wore denim pants. It comes pants, in in culottes. But I wore a different brand. <laughs> well, I thought you'd get back like, in corduroys. Oh, oh, yeah, like, You know, like, went back to the rodeo. I'm back. Caprice. I'm a real city slicker. Yeah. Uh, but when I wore them, Cowboys would be like, to my dad, would be like, how come he's not wearing Wranglers? I'm like, you guys ride bulls. You're insecure about me not wearing Wrangler jeans? That's a true story. They'd be like, hey, what's wrong with your son? He doesn't. He's not wearing a hat or Wranglers anymore. <laughs> my dad would be like, just let him do what he wants to do. I have a deck of cards. He'd be like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> now, Brett Favre's Wrangler commercial makes so much sense to right. me now. Oh, yeah. Is that so the one where he throws a football through a the, tire? I didn't realize it came down to the brand. The jeans you're supposed to wear at the rodeo. Oh, yeah. Resist all hat, Wrangler jeans, Justin or Tony Lama boots. Depends on the corporate sponsor of professional. It's like NASCAR kind of. Jesus. Yeah. I've only been to one rodeo, which I can't believe that I'm from Jersey and you're from Kentucky and I've been to a rodeo and you have not. And like I said, I might have been to one. I don't remember. But I have. You just blanked it out of your memory. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, that's, <laughs> not, that's not happening. You just hear like a clown, a clown horn and you just go back into a dark like, place. Ah! Someone get me in a barrel. Barrels. <laughs> I, uh... I actually, but I did not go to an American rodeo. Well, now oh. that does, I don't know that that makes now, any did sense. Did you go to a rodeo in South America? Exactly. Yeah, it's a whole different story. Yeah, it was real dumb. I was yeah. stupid. I should not have gone. What happened? I went to coast. It was in Costa Rica. I went oh. with a bunch of friends to like learn how to surf, which I did not do. Uh, you did not learn, or you tried? No, I tried and did not learn. Just like a man trip. You went surfing. You went to a, a South American rodeo. It was. Did you yeah. go base jumping? And last person to come on the cookie had to eat it. But anyway, so we <laughs> had to go to. Oh, that's a man me, trip. Just tells, tells me the levels of the show. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> Ice cream social, everybody eat up. So uh, that's the next flavor. That's the next flavor. So, anyways, no. So uh, I, yeah, we were in Costa Rica, and I. Uh, we were we were told by the locals that there's a rodeo, and we re- and we literally like like out of like a like a low budget movie, like had to go like 45 minutes inland to like we had no idea where we were going. Just Did follow you get a directions. What you do? We uh, we had a rental car and we're given directions. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we really like passed like a ton of houses that had no paved anything. Sure. You know, like you have to take it's like the, the road to Maya Chan. Oh, yes. The place that uh, Paul and I spent a summer in, in, in one of our ship gigs, like uh, west coast of Mexico. Yeah. In that situation, you have to take the insurance option on your rental car, right? Yeah, I, I, they might have. I, I, I just chipped in for it. I don't okay. remember who, who went to the rental car agreement. Anyway, so we, yeah, we went to like, this town where I just saw a bunch of people living totally in poverty is basically what I played. Oh. Shacks and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, we found like a like – a, uh, where if it were in America, it would be a baseball field. But it was just a little park that was a rodeo ring. Oh. That was made of like wooden fences sure. with like a couple of wooden bleachers and then uh like a bunch of like uh what we were calling street meat. Like oh, a bunch sure. of people just cooking yeah. meat 
over fire pits. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's and good. We, it, we did eat it, which is, again, dumb. Like, there's no way they go through any kind of permit process. Safer than the water. Or whatever. So the rodeo had one gate. Yes. It was all eyes on the one gate. That's right. A, yeah. They know yeah. how to focus your attention. Yeah, they don't have to focus their attention. And they, they, they had no radio announcer, but they did play the final countdown by Europe every time. <laughs> every time yeah, it was every about time to happen? Before every round of the rodeo, they played it. Uh, and then it get and then and then this is where it gets really dumb for us. So at first we we could hide behind the fences. The bleachers were full, and then people were sitting on the fence. Yeah, sure. Sitting right atop. It. Don't do that in American rodeo. You absolutely can. Oh, And then the bull will actually like will ride, come out of the gate, you know, throw off their rider, and then, and then it will do like a lap. Okay, It'll do a lap. lap. Clear them. And then. The kids, like not even like I don't know if they had parents or whether the parents didn't care or whatever, are in the ring also. You just get in the ring. And we are there and I turned to my buddy Pete and I was like, We are not getting inside that room. You got in the ring, didn't you? Three beers later we got inside, <laughs> we got inside the ring. And then the bull with street meat. It is like this me could be you. We're drunk on beer and street meat. Me and my buddy Pete, we are in there with a bunch of Costa Rican children. <laughs> And the final countdown Chicklets plays. Chicklets are flying everywhere. And this giant bull comes bucking out of the gate. Oh, my God. And we just turn and run like crazy, right? Yeah. And then we look back, and the bull was, like, kind of just hanging out. And the kids didn't even run with us. So now Now your courage d- is up. Right. We think we're wusses for running as fast as we did. Mm-hmm. So we stay the next round, final countdown <laughs> plays. And we decide we're going to start counting out loud. To see who can say who can count longer before they run for the fences, right? So I counted to about like five, and 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 Pete actually counted to like six, and then I, I left before Gone. Pete. And then the bull takes a lap. Like we get up the fence, and the yeah. bull is actually coming and doing a lap by oh, yeah. the fence. And I literally get up like Indiana Jones snags his hat before the uh, the gate closes. I get my feet up like an inch, and the and the and the um, uh, antler, not antler. The horns. Horn. <laughs> the, yeah. antler. the antler. The bull antler. <laughs> the bulls have <laughs> antlers in pole. South America? What kind of bulls are these? It actually was a reindeer Turns out rodeo. they were in the South Pole <laughs> where Christmas Santa ornaments. was hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now it's time for Santa's rodeo. Tonight, Chacho, you will lead the sled. <laughs> I, felt the, I felt the horn scrape beneath the heel. Like sure. I just felt the vibration. Yeah. Missed, missed oh. my ankle by inches. And then I thought... Yeah, this could be the story. Matt was dumb and got gored by right. a bull at a Never rodeo in Costa Rica. Right again because he hung out with yeah, some or, kids. Yeah, or or it was in a, some town in the middle of destitute yeah. area. Like Matt you just never bled out. Make it to a hospital. Yeah, you're I, done. Exactly. You you think in your mind you're Hemingway? No, exactly. You're just a yeah, casualty. Yeah, yeah. In the ring, I was Hemingway, and then I was like, I, I, out of the ring, I was like, wait, I didn't ever even read Hemingway. Yeah, <laughs> I love Hemingway. Short, <laughs> succinct. You know, you mentioned sp- playing that song, right? My One of my contributions to the sport of professional rodeo, me and another guy were the first guys ever to play rock music at rodeos. Before then, it was like fast-paced country or bluegrass stuff. Mm-hmm. So but you turned would, them around on that. I would have a song for each thing, and then I was probably the only guy that played, like, I would play kind of alternative. At the time, it was called alternative music. I Like, I would play... Uh, you know, they might be giants and, and tracks like that at the rodeo. I would. I played play. You did not play. They might be giants at a, at a uh, rodeo. No, I did not do that. <laughs> it's been one week since the rodeo. Hey, also, I bare naked ladies. Oh, you, did you know the difference? Oh boy. Uh, did you know the difference um, in bull riding in, in South America? Already, oh, I bet they rode with both hands in South America. Do you remember that? Matt? Oh, they might have. Yeah. Yeah, That's the big oh, thing. Oh, that's the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you think like, America, oh, that's kind of cheating. One. But when your family's in the ring. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you're kitchen there. You're yeah. going to hold on. Um, <laughs> no, that, said like, he was uh, in the NFR in 2007. I saw that. He was the DJ. He was the DJ. At the oh. NF- we'll have a lot of connections. That's We're awesome. going to know a lot of the same people, I bet. Uh, Wait. So, yeah. Do you consider yourself a magician or an actor? I consider myself an, uh, you know what's weird? I used to think this kind of sounded dumb, but I really consider myself a performer because I'm developing a magic act right now, but then my full-time job is with the Second City on various projects. Like, I'm a, I'm a traveling producer for them. In fact, tomorrow I'll fly to Chicago and, and produce a cast on a ship, like Paul and I were out on a cruise ship. Okay. Um, but, yeah, but then I also, uh, yeah, I also do acting and stuff. You like actors, Do you have a business card? I do. What does it say in your business it card? It says, I'll, show, I'll give you one. Former. It says, Cody, let me. <laughs> it says, just ask. 
Yeah, exactly. Jack of trades. Lose weight now. Ask me how. <laughs> no, Cody it's, Dove, uh, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the time. No, it says uh, Cody Dove, actor, improviser, writer, producer. And it's got a little picture. It's the tiniest font ever. Actor, improviser, writer, producer. Yeah. I kind of okay. put them in the order of things that uh, I the, care. Magician's you... not on there because I'm... I was a child magician. In fact, that's how I paid for college in my first car while doing rodeos in the summer. I would pay for Yeah, why well, put the, the only thing you made money on? <laughs> 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 yeah, don't put your most professional credit on there. Just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I made a ton of money doing this one thing, so I left that right off my business <laughs> yeah, card. Well, I retired when I was 18. Like, you retired? Hold on. Slow down. You, you guys retired. No, I retired from Magic for, they for put a while. It, they put his hat on the New Mexico Wall of Fame. No. His, his top hat still hangs to this day. <laughs> There's a bullskin that's been carved out. No. Here was in the spray paint on his city slicker, when and I, I hate him for going to that out city. of town warlock. No, when I was eighteen, nice I was doing I was doing these corporate. Get this, this is kind of crazy. I was doing employment fairs for Target, the department store Target, mm-hmm. and um, and you guys how you guys know how it is as performers as comedians where you're like, it, what's great about being an improviser? You're always ready to go. Right now, a magician, I say like, okay, okay, give me about thirty minutes. I need to set some stuff, and I was like, how can I still? I always like the comedy part of it. Right. Like my guys growing up, I love Jonathan Winters. I love Johnny Carson. You know, like everybody. Yeah. Letterman, those guys. And Johnny Carson, uh, you know, he did magic and stuff. And there were all these connections. And David Copperfield. I love David Copperfield. So uh, I always liked that. But I always liked the comedy aspect of all that stuff. And when I saw Jonathan, Jonathan Winters when I was a kid, I was like, that feels like magic. Like the way he would just improvise. I was like, that's that's some kind of new magic. So eventually, uh, after doing magic till I was like from 9 till I was 18... I was like, oh, I want to get rid of these props and just do the comedy part, and it was easier to travel. But now, of course, I got back into magic from being around magicians on cruise ships, and I was like, oh, I love this stuff. And now, like everything else, what became a hobby, now I'm monetizing like everyone else. That's my well, hobby. Well, it's also like of all the th- like like writing, yeah, is on your card, and yeah. magic are the only things that you can actually prove that you can do That's on the it. spot. Yeah. That's the thing. You guys get this when you're with somebody like, oh, you're an improviser. Say something funny. Yeah, that is the worst. I'm like, well, I do ensemble work, so, and then they're like, yeah, well, you really... are boring is what they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Liz Allen had a great story about that when she was hospitalized recently and had a nurse. Yeah. As Liz, fantastic improviser, but they got it wrong. They, you know, they think stand-up, stand-up. comedian. Yeah. And so she was just constantly like, oh, would you just give me a break with this thing? You know, finally just came to the point where she just told him a knock-knock joke and everybody's happy. Right? You remember oh, the joke? Yeah. What was the joke? I don't even remember it now. It was a very simple one, like a chicken across the road type thing. I was interrupting fists. It was interrupting fist. Was that the joke? Yeah, do you know? Well, I'll tell it the other way. Interrupting then, cow, I know. Right. So that's where my joke comes in. Can on I be the square? Will you do the joke? Can I be the square? <laughs> do it. S- send it. Well, the the joke I, is that if I you're in the hospital it? and someone asks me to tell a joke, I'm yeah. going to say interrupting fist, meaning I'm going to punch him <laughs> okay. in the face. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do it. I'm glad that. I got to walk you guys through all that. Oh, well, I almost got punched and didn't even know it. Yeah. We Nothing need. more fun than telling a joke that's not that doesn't hit than explaining the joke after it doesn't hit. We have a character on my other show that does that. What? Rasta Banana. He oh, takes care right, of all right. the jokes at the I was there for the origin of Rasta Banana. Right. He's anti-comedy. He was mentioned guest on that show. He explains a joke that falls. Yeah. I was a bartender for years at Tierney's Tavern in Montclair, New Jersey, and that's where I would get be funny or tell me a joke or he's funny because mm. the other bartenders love just telling the customers that that guy's a comedian. Right. They just like doing it. They just knew it. They knew I hated to be say put on the spot. Funny. Did you have a go to joke? Because honestly, in a, in a bar serving drunks in an Irish tavern, what happens is people go, oh, you're a comedian. Either they're going to ask you to say something funny or they're going to tell you the most racist joke they know. Mm-hmm. That's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. People hear you're a comedian. They insist on telling you a racist joke. Yeah. I'm going to – tangent. Every time someone says, oh, you're a comedian, you should use this in your act. Right. I yes. hear that a lot, which is funny because most comedy people don't consider themselves as having an act anymore. Uh-huh. But somehow this vaudevillian expression still hangs around. You to, should use this well, in your act. It's such a disconnect. After you do any improvisation show, after you've improvised, and whether it's long form or short form, whatever, yeah. their idea – like, are you were you even at the show? Because they're like, here's something for your act. Well, first off, you would have seen that it's just created with other people on the spot. <laughs> yeah. And then it's always like, okay, sometimes when I'm on airplanes – the bathroom door will open when I sit near the back. I'm like, what does it have to do with anything we did tonight? We did a scene about nuns. What are you talking about? Not only that, but 99% of the time they say you should use this in their act. It is not their joke that they tell you. Right. Oh. They tell you some other comedian's joke. Yeah. 
that they just use at parties and they get laughs for it. And they're just used to stealing comedy people's material. Because they don't understand how. So 99% of the time, they're basically telling you, like, like, it's basically like, hey, you should, you know what, you know what, you should rob this bank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what you should do right now? You should steal. You know that Jay Leno? You should do what he does yeah. verbatim. <laughs> you should use this in your act. <laughs> like, what? what are you talking yeah. about? Use this in your act. Gracie, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing? Dude, it's got legs. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you're on stage, to, to the moon, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, my response to uh, pe- people uh, when they say, "Oh, tell me a joke," I as fast as possible be like, "Oh, okay, great, yeah, yeah." Say knock knock, knock knock. Who's there? And then I just wait like that. And then most of the time they just go right into it. They don't think, and they say knock knock instead of me. Yeah. And they sit there blank faced, and that's the most fun that's I have. Pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Pretty great. That's, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's the you best. got me. You stumped me. That's the best. You're on, you're on, you're on like your eighth hour. Of right. No. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you stumped me good. I was like, oh, oh I just, what? Not, I just said knock knock. No, you walked right into it just like I, a pro, and uh, <laughs> and that's the only response that I kind of get away with. If it's one on one. It doesn't work. Now, most of the time, that goes over okay, and people are like, if oh, you got if me. with multiple people, yeah, they then get it's it in okay. A, then it's like, okay, okay, got you. Now, at the bar, if I was bored. Just with one guy, it probably hit you, right? If I was, if it was like a slower night at the bar and someone mm-hmm. did that, I would do this really long bit, which I, I, I actually got a kick out of, and they definitely hated. So they'd say, they'd say, uh, they'd say, um, t- say something funny. And I'd say, well, I do improv comedy. I don't really do stand-up, so like, I kind of like make it up on the spot. But I'd gladly try to you know, do that with you right now if you're cool with it. And they'd say, yeah, sure. And I'd be like, give me a location. Just give me any location. Uh, laundromat. Oh, man, that dryer's loud. Okay, give me another location. That's great. <laughs> and I would just do locations <laughs> and do one-liners until they got bored. And it was my favorite bit to do. <laughs> Would it work? For some, no, and never won anyone over. They just hate your guts. But at least it's really fun to do. I do a bit like Can that. Can we do a night of uh... that? Please? Can we do a night of that improv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Paul, can, can I get a location? Yeah. Uh, how about the Grand Canyon? Hello, hello, hello. Could you hear that? Wow. Can I get another location, uh, The Eiffel Tower. Uh, Hello, hello, hello. Would you hear that? Oh, wow. That's like, have we ever, have I ever showed you, I do something similar, but it's celebrity impressions. Like, I can do any celebrity oh, impression. Nice. So I'll show yeah, you. Yeah. Give me one. I can do one. Uh, uh, um, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, there's a real, there's three of them, so I'll do three. The first one's Donald Trump. This is one of my favorites. Great. Okay. Just, like, <clears throat> just a second. Just a second. <clears throat> just a second. Here we go. Hey. Hey, guys. I got all this real estate. Okay, uh, give me somebody else. That's the first one. Give me. T- there's two more. Give me one uh, more. Rita Hayworth. I can- oh, Rita Hayworth. I was going to say. Yeah, okay, that's one, that's one, okay, Rita okay. Hayworth's a classic. <laughs> sure, I, when sure, I sure. used to tour, I used to do this. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Just a second. <clears throat> Just a second. <clears throat> Just a second. Hey. 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 Hey, you guys. I'm a pinup. I think she's a pinup. Anyway. Okay, uh, third one. <laughs> Third one, okay. This the three. The third one's usually what I close with. Mm. Like when the audience is like, more, more, and I come back out and I'm like, okay, I got time for just one more. You're really trying to trick me up this time. Elvis. Oh, great. Good call. Elvis. Uh, the King of Rock and Roll. Uh-huh. Uh, Graceland. Right. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, gave away Cadillacs. Did he ever? Here we go. <clears throat> just a second. Just a second. Just give me a second. <clears throat> Hey, you guys. Hey, mama. Hey, mama. That's it. That's, that's really great. Eerie. I, I honestly, Eerie. He just made me form a conspiracy theory, Goosebumps. which is that what? Elvis and Donald Trump are the same person. <laughs> Elvis and Donald. By the way, I'm on our chat board. We're live, and we have some. We actually have some listeners Fantastic. hanging out on the chat board. Hello, listeners. We have uh, a guy named, I'm going to use your username, if that's okay, Mark. Should I not say your whole name, Mark? Probably I don't not. Know. Be safe. I'll just leave it alone. Air on the side of not. Does it say where they're from? Uh, he, I know because he's been chatting on a board that he is from New Mexico. He was psyched to find out. Hey, look, Mark, a guy that knows yeah. Cody. From New Mexico. It's not Mark Marin, is it? No, it's not Mark Marin. He's from New Mexico. No, but he says my revenge is to tell is to tell a real joke or to really tell a joke. And I said, "What's your joke?" And he said, "Kitchen parrot, old Jew, lady freezer." That's a, that was the one that got told. Uh, yeah. Emo told that one. Oh, a couple weeks ago. Emo on, Phillips. Where, yeah, were you? Oh, so he's you, referencing the joke. He's, he's referencing that joke. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you want to tell the joke? Sh- the one that just was told on the other podcast? <laughs> I'll no, you, do it. You just listened to it. We recorded that a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did just listen to it. So, yeah, it's really great. So the, the uh, old lady buys a parrot from the pet store, gets it home, finds out it curses like a sailor. Mm-hmm. foul mouth, nasty bird. She's like, you've got to stop this swearing or I'm going to put you in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And the bird's like, screw you, blah, 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 all this horrible stuff. And she's like, you, you do one more thing. And he's like, eat my butt. And he's like, oh, that's it. You Whoa. know, grabs it, throws it in the freezer, slams the door. About 20 minutes later, she goes back and gets the bird. It's shivering and shaking, you know, just completely traumatized. She looks at the bird and she's like, have you learned your lesson? Yes, yes, but I have a question. <laughs> this is, yeah, what's your question? Says, what the fuck did the chicken do? <laughs> I'm sorry, what the fuck did the chicken say? That's, ah. the, that's the, the wording. That would be the correct way to tell the oh, joke. What the fuck did the chicken tanked. say? Yeah. Say is the punchline. See, I should have just oh, yeah, done it as Emo like Phillips. Yeah, 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 is yeah. That another, could, you, could you do an Emo impression? Yeah, hold on just a second. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Uh, no, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. Emo, Dust, it I, Dust it off. Dust it Emo's fantastic. He's, he's a legend. He's the best. I just haven't best. done it for a while. Right. <clears> yeah, no. Hey. Hey, guys. Look at my bowl cut. <laughs> I love this bit. I'm laughing because I know it's coming. And I still love it. That's I told I know a joke a in bit. the car on the way over here. What is? Oh, you, what is your? Here's is, here's the joke that I told. Two. The, the, this is this is um, <laughs> two snakes side by side, I'm right? With you. And the one snake goes, "Hey, hey, hey, are we poisonous?" And the other snake goes, "No, nah, well, I don't think so." The snake goes, "Oh, good. I just bit my tongue." <laughs> I like that joke. It's clean. You can that, use it. It's hard. It is. It's really hard. I, I definitely like. Uh, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and I don't know enough clean jokes. All the jokes that I can remember are dirty. First off, I don't remember a lot of jokes, which bothers me as a personal trait. I feel like I should just know more jokes. I remember I a lot know, of though. As an improviser's mind, does it bother you? Because I think like once you get so devoted to doing improvisational theater, the like ones I really remember yeah. are from childhood, and they're all the really inappropriate ones that my uncles and cousins taught oh, me. Oh, like like way off in color. Kentucky. Yes, oh, so, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that says a lot. Right dark there. Kentucky jokes. What dark is like, Kentucky what is your joke? Go-to joke when, like not not when when, a, when an asshole says tell a joke. I know we hate that, but when you're amongst friends. Yeah, and someone wants to hear a joke. What's I will your go have to, to. I will have to. What do you uh, lead with? I'll have to sit on that. That I have one that, but it's so inappropriate. Uh, so I for who? <laughs> inappropriate for what? All right, no, fine. Here. Like, no, the amount of people, people not even maybe even not even hear this. You're right. Guy walks into the pet store. Okay. Guy behind the counter says, "Hello, sir. Can I help you?" Uh, I'm sorry. He, as he walks in, you know, the, the door just jingy, jingy, jingy. Jing. Yeah, yeah. So, can I help you, sir? Yeah, I'm on my birthday. I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. What, what, what was that? No, I'm, I'm on about them burnt thing, Pete. I'm on about them burnt thing. I'm on about them burnt thing. Uh, the guy's like, I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're... On the thing, I'm on about them burnt thing. The dumb the burnt thing. Dumb the burnt thing. I go home. I don't know what you're saying, and I'm sorry. I can't help you. Good. Damn it. I'm doing about the burnt thing. Sir, get out. Get out. Well, I'm on about the burnt thing. Jing, 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 jing. He leaves the store. Two weeks go by. Jing, 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 jing. Hello, sir. Oh, hello, sir. I recognize you. Can I help you? Yeah. I'm about to burn thing. What? I'm on the bottom burn thing. Tell me the burn thing. I don't know what you're saying, sir. I wouldn't buy burn thing. You would tell me the goddamn burn thing. I'm going to kick him ass. Tell me the burn thing right now. Look, buddy, I don't know what you're saying. I don't get it. I don't want it. Take it outside and don't come back. God damn it, I didn't want the birthday to get rid of it. Jingy, jing, jing, jing. There he goes. Two months go by. <laughs> Two months. Two months. Wow. He finally comes back in. Jingy, jing, jing, jing. Guy behind the counter sees him. Hey, man. Hey, I don't want it. I don't want it. I told you not to come back. I know. I know. <laughs> now he's, now he's <laughs> reasoning. <laughs> I'm on the ante. Uh, come with them. The What? I want to ask you a question. You want to ask me que- Okay, you want to ask me a question. Go ahead. Do you dump burned? I'm sorry, do we what? Do you dump burned? Do we stuff, do we stuff birds? Do we stuff birds? You mean like taxidermy? Yeah. Do you dump burned? Sure. Wait, well, you can dump this one up your ass because you killed it. <laughs> I, 
cannot believe you told this. <laughs> I cannot believe you. You know what's going to come back to haunt me? It's going to come back to haunt me forever. It's so dark. Do the so... editing software, please. Right. <laughs> I cannot believe you told that joke. I actually can't believe the pet owner can glean taxidermy but can't figure out bird seed. Right. It's, uh, it requires a good deal of suspension of disbelief. Where do you think this pet store was? Like, if you had to put it geographically. If I had to put it somewhere, yeah. I always thought Minnesota for oh. some reason. I don't know why. So it's like, okay. That's why like it's snowy outside. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> no. Mark chimed in with a good kid's joke. Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Right, that's a good kid's that joke. That's a good solid kid's joke. Yeah. My kid's joke is, uh, which is still actually kind of borderline, maybe not a, uh, it's not a guaranteed good kid's joke. But right. uh, what do you get when you combine an elephant with a rhinoceros? Hell if I know. Thank you for telling my punchline. I have for a me, pretty Paul. solid kid's joke. Okay, this whore and this Nazi. Oh come on. <laughs> Old as the. I got a good kid's joke. This well, it's not really a kid's joke. Okay, Matt. What's the difference between toilet paper what? and a shower curtain? What? You don't know? So you're the one. <laughs> Zing. I, like the, I thought you were going to say, you're not coming to my house. Yeah, right. Stay out of my bathroom and away from my shower <laughs> See, curtain. But isn't that a borderline <laughs> gross joke? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little gross, but so what? I mean, kids poop. Everybody poops. What's There's your a book. There's kids joke. book called Everybody Poops. What? What's your gro- is that your grossest joke? You have a gross joke? Oh, I don't. Oh, let me try to think of my grossest joke. I mean, I definitely like. I definitely tell filthy jokes. Yeah, right. There's those dumb, dumb. There's dumb, gross jokes. Yeah, my go-to is Jehovah's Witness rings a doorbell, <laughs> and the door opens. Oh, it's, it's so gross. It's a two. It's a two-year-old <laughs> wearing a sombrero, smoking a cigar, drinking a martini, <laughs> and Jehovah's Witness goes, uh, "Your parents home?" And the baby goes. uh, the fuck do you think? <laughs> that's that's like, a great joke. That's my go-to when I'm in, when I'm in a, at a party. Oh, that's that's my go-to. Well, that's you guys wonderful. know this is one of my favorites. This reminds me of that to a certain degree, but uh, old guy in bed reading the newspaper, right? Wife, they're like, I don't know, mid-70s, late-70s, maybe 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes out of the bathroom, rips off her robe, and says, Super pussy! <laughs> The guy just keeps reading the newspaper and says, I'll have the soup. (laughs) All right. I've got a gross, gross one. It's not going to involve someone disabled this time, is it, Paul? (laughs) You should be so lucky. You are so offensive. We're going to get a letter. (laughs) Definitely going to get one letter. All right. So this expectant father is outside in the waiting room just holding his breath. Pacing back and forth. Can't wait for his child to come into the world. Finally, the doctor steps out. Doc, doc, is everything okay? I'm, I'm you know, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But, but, sir, Mr. Johnson, I, I have to tell you something remarkable about your child. He says, what? He says, uh, Mr. Johnson, your baby can fly. He says, what, what, what? what? Is your baby can fly, Mr. Johnson. It has the ability to fly. I don't know how. I don't know why your child can fly. He's, what are you talking about, Doc? He's got ten fingers, ten toes. He's fine, but he can fly. C- c- come on in. Come on in. Come on. I'll show you in the nursery. Takes him back into the back. Father standing outside the glass window of the nursery, seeing all the babies out there. Doctor goes inside and goes and picks one up out of one of the little incubators. Shows him. Says, "Now see, Mr. Johnson." Watch this. Holds up the baby, drops it, whoa, bam, smack, it just hits the ground. <laughs> the dad is like, what, what, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing? <laughs> like slamming up against the wall, up against the glass. What are you doing, just put that, put him down. He says, no, 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 no. You know what, this is weird. It was, he was all over the room just a minute ago. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> i tell you what, I'll tell you what. You know what it is? He needs a little push. Just a little, no, 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 you know, just a little push. That'll do it. That'll do it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just a little, here we go. And so he rears back. The dad's like, no. <laughs> the doctor throws the baby. Swap. It just hits the wall. Hits the wall. Slowly just oozes down. Pump, pump, pump. Right. Yeah. <laughs> baby hits the floor. The father's just manic at this point. What the hell are you doing to my kid? Oh, my God. Open this door right now. He's like, you know what it is? There's no airflow in here. <laughs> this is the problem. So the doctor goes, he opens up the window, picks up the baby. The father at this point is just livid. 
breaks open the door, runs in, trying to run after the doctor. He's like, no, check it out, check it out. Doctor tosses the baby out the window. They're on the third floor of the hospital. He misses him by an inch. His father misses the baby. He sees it going ass over tea kettle all the way down, 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 down. Whap! Hits the parking lot. Still as anything. Just boom, there it is. Hits the ground. The father grabs the doctor by the lapel. You bastard. You son of a bitch. You killed my kid. What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? It's like, hey, 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 man. Whoa, take it easy. Take it easy. It's just a joke. <laughs> Your kid was stillborn. <laughs> I, I don't know. As a new father, I'm sure you really appreciate that one. I know. I was picturing my baby the whole time. <laughs> that can, is, can, uh... can Keeler fly? Can yeah. We, can we? Okay, he can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't fine. test it then. I won't test no, it. No, no, no. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> What's funny is that, like, I almost groaned you, and, and I don't know why I would have done that. I mean, it's, it's a fine joke. No. <laughs> I like the joke. Your I first like the joke story actually part, was, though. I like the narrative a lot. Yeah. Oh, good. I really like, enjoy the narrative. And then the punchline hits you right in the yeah. gut. <laughs> punchline messes you up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty bit. sad, yeah. I yeah. really was rooting for the doctor the whole time, which is proof that you told a good joke. I okay, really wanted good. the doctor to figure it out. Good. <laughs> Where did you hear that joke? Huh? Where did you hear that joke? Do you remember I the origin I really don't it? know, honestly. Yeah. Long time. It's, it's, it's been in my They're like truly tasteless jokes. Remember that book? Probably. Might might have been one of those. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Where all, those, all the dead guys, baby jokes are guys with no arms and no legs jokes, right? Mm-hmm, did you guys mm-hmm. read those when you were a kid? Truly yeah, one stop shop. Yeah. Oh. I would go like, hanging in the Barnes and Noble in that section. Exactly. You just you read them all right there. I never owned school, them. I just, just go them. to a bookstore and just I would do it's like oh, Groundhog's book Day. Bookstores. Remember bookstores. Oh, now we sound like <laughs> we sound like World War Two veterans. Right. Right now. Ah, <laughs> remember paper cuts. <laughs> but but I would go after school. And you'd hang by the Barnes and Noble, and then I would read the same book every time. I just go to the same section, go to the joke books, read the joke books. Never looked for anything else. Yeah, ever. I, I never bought went a truly section. I would skim them. I bought all my Matt Groening books. I got all my Life and Hell books at the bookstore. I was always anxious for a new one to come out. Are you a reader? Do you read? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I, well, I, I read comics. Honestly, I read comics more voraciously than any other form of literature. Comics and comic strips. Big Bloom County collections. I have, oh yeah, Bloom County. I have t- tons and tons of graphic novels and uh, like I have the first I think eighteen Garfield books. I just want to know. <laughs> I asked you if you read books, and you're dummy on eighteen Garfield books. So I just want to. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're. Cool I also with that. have some David Foster Wallace. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've yeah. got your yeah. favorite David Foster Wallace. Uh, there's, uh, why, Infinite Jest. Why are you reading off a scribble on your hand? No, Infinite Jest is the best. I mean, a supposedly fun oh. thing. Did you, did you finally read that? Fantastic. Right. So see, collection that's a, of essays. See, that's a book I recommended to Cody because Fantastic. because it's so about it's all about ship life. So I totally read all the time, it. but I just read a study. I don't read. I just read a study uh, where actually readers reading readership is declining. People are not reading as much, especially young people, and. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're attributing it to a sedentary lifestyle or what it is, but they're not uh, reading as much as they used to. <laughs> Wouldn't you have to have That's a somewhat sedentary but lifestyle to read? Kids yeah, you have never to read. Yeah, but no, but I don't. I, we, yeah. I never read as a kid. Not nearly as much. I read, I read some. some. Yeah, Judy Bloom, stuff like that. I read a ton of Choose Your Own Adventures. Oh yeah. I would only do book reports on books that had the summary written on the back, and I would do the book report based on the summary written wow, on the back of the cheater, book. Cheater, cheater. I literally. Had like a friend pull me aside when I was like 19 and was like, you really should start reading. Like you should read a book. Right. And started recommending me books. And like I literally, like a, after a passionate conversation with my friend, like just so we'd have stuff to talk about, I started reading books he recommended. I was fortunate enough. I can recall we were doing a book report. I don't remember what book I read. Yeah. But I went to the office. Like we were going one person at a time to go and give our book reports orally to our uh, oh yes, to our okay. teacher at this sure. point it was kind of like a presentational kind of thing, and I sat in. Uh, another classmate of mine, Kim, who passed away a couple years uh, ago, really sad. Uh, I read about that. I, I never kept in touch. But anyway, forget about it. Yeah. Before she died, right? Did the doctor tell tell a joke or? Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, <laughs> she uh, she was doing her oral book report all about Bridge to Terabithia. Oh yeah. And the way she delivered... But that's a choose-your-own-adventure, right? No. Oh. The, no, I'm serious. I don't no, know. it's not. The, it's oh. that tragic one about the kids play play Wonderland yes. that goes across the log. Anyway, and they made a movie that's not so great, but anyway. But she, uh, she read... Uh, she told the story, 
Like, I got in there, like, a minute after she got in there for some reason, and she just went, went – I mean, she gave every little detail. And, I mean, I really – I knew everything about that book, and I was blown away. I was like, wow, that's an awesome story and really, really sad. Made yeah. me want to read it. And so I ended up reading Bridge to Terabithia after hearing her book report huh. about Bridge to Terabithia. Wow. It was that good of a book report. Were you guys into the Riff program? Reading is fundamental. Yeah, I, we did book it. That was around oh, yeah. all of that stuff was around my schools and stuff, and all I did was try to cheat and never do it. Did you ever do book it to get the free Pizza Hut pizza? Yeah, we had yeah. a program similar, like in New Mexico. I don't think you got Pizza Hut. I think you had like a bookmark. The, the payoff wasn't as worth. <laughs> New Mexico <laughs> got a bookmark. Kentucky, you got pizza. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we get we, we had we got pizza for reading books. We got G.D. Ritzy's coupons for getting A's and B's. G.D. Ritzy's short-lived fast food chain. I don't know. Maybe there's a few G.D. Ritzy's still out there. G.D. Ritz? It's called G.D. Ritzy's. G.D. G.D. Ritzy's. Does it stand for goddamn? I think so. And it had like a, a Great Gatsby kind of vibe to it. Oh. It was set up like to look like a 40s-style restaurant. Oh. It was interesting. Like the golden the, the, like heyday of fast GD, food. Yeah, G.D. Ritzy <laughs> the himself. Oh, now I get it. G.D. Ritzy. Okay, I get G.D. Ritzy was kind of like... Uh, he he looked like basically a Gatsby ripoff. Oh, oh, okay. In the in the advertisements, he, he had a big kinda, house, and... just sort of a playboy. Yeah, I mean it was very weird, nondescript, but it had delicious shoestring fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. that was their that was their claim to fame. Amazing shoestring fries, very thinly cut. Wow, I still recall the delicious I love a good taste shoestring of Gene Ritzy's shoestring yeah. fries. Yeah, I do like the shoestring because it's still a novelty. You don't see that as often as you think you would in your life now. You're right. No. I, I've only, I think maybe 16 times I've had shoestring. Why is that? A well, lack of the cutters? We don't live near a steak and shake, for starters. Oh, man. Um, Vegas, we were actually around everything. Is there a steak and shake here? There's a steak and there shake at the one, right? point. That's right. There is one. I forgot and that. And there's a chain called Freddy's. Oh, Freddy's yes. has shoestring fries. Freddy's Steak Burger. Freddy Steakburger is good cheese. And uh, this little suburb near where I live in uh, Albuquerque, uh, they were protesting. There's some kind of union problem. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of corporate mentions tonight. <laughs> uh, there was some kind of union problem with uh, Freddy's uh, Steakburger. So, uh, but I wasn't too impressed with this huge banner like "Shame on Freddy." But I was. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, huge no, banner. We got plenty of shame on union. Shame on you, Freddy. Union workers. And there's like two of them. And then I remember this one of the union workers was wearing one of those umbrella shade hats. And I was like, yeah, I don't, that seems kind of lazy. You know what I mean? The other well, one was on their he, phone. He should be suffering. No, but. Shame on you, Freddie. Now I have to get a sunburn. May, no, but maybe <laughs> have, wear a stern look. Look like you're, I don't know, something. They just look kind of like too casual for protesters. They're shaming him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Casual shaming. Casual shaming. No, that's so, that's that's me was my entire time living in San Diego was just <laughs> Southern Californians to me all they do is casual shaming. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, just man. A ton of eye rolls. Oh, they just give you that look like winking well, and nudging, mm-hmm. silently yeah. judging. You you know there are things called gyms, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're aware of the existence of these kinds of places, right? Yeah, exactly. You know about how you can push a plate away from you sometimes? You know that? <laughs> it works. You know how your arms and legs can move yeah. rapidly, often? Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah. Would you like Chunks some of these raw there? almonds? I have a trunk full of Whole Foods. I'll give you half of this trunk, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Then it gets a little violent. You have a supporter on the message board, Paul. This is poor Paul. So misunderstood. Garfield goes large. Right. Right, dude. Yeah, he's got your Garf- back. I'm telling you what. Garfield did influence me a big time. I was lucky enough to actually... Uh, one of my coworkers at Kings Island way back in the day, his, her father was good friends with Jim Davis himself. And so, like, she had all this cool memorabilia in her house, signed photographs and all kinds of cool things. I was a big Garfield nerd. I like Garfield, there. yeah. Have you guys experienced the wonder of Garfield minus Garfield? Oh, yeah. Please tell everyone about this because you so, showed this to me, and I could not believe how great this is. It sounds so simple, but please check it out. Right, so – Garfield minus Garfield. This is a thing that Jim Davis actually endorses. Reddy says that Jim Davis is his cousin. Is that true? That's pretty amazing. If well, it's Reddy true. Rich never lies. That's yeah. incredible. That's so awesome. unless he's referencing a joke, then he is Jim Davis's cousin. You know what? Looking at Reddy right now, yeah, I bet you the character of Nermal was based on Reddy Rich. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong in thinking that you are the inspiration for Nermal? Confirm. 
Well, apparently you missed out on U.S. Acres. Wait, uh, but so no, no Paul, but, tell everybody what you're talking about because you showed this so, to the Okay, so, so Garfield minus Garfield is this incredible website where they've meticulously taken strips from the syndicated cartoon and taken Garfield out. <laughs> so it just looks like the insane ramblings of a madman, John Arbuckle, going insane. It's really, really funny. And now there's a twist on it. There's another site that started where what they're doing is Garfield minus Garfield's thought balloons. So Garfield's still in it. Yeah. John's still in it. There's just no dialogue from Garfield. So yeah. it's even more bizarre. And it's actually even a little bit funnier because there's that relationship there still. Yeah. So it's even weirder and funnier. But they're both gems. Are they mostly on Wii? Is every one of them like, oh. A lot of it's like, no. oh, people forgot my birthday. But some of it's like he just comes in and is like, and is like cake. Yeah. And then there's two blank panels. It's just <laughs> fucking great, man. Yeah, really... you, are, you are misremembering Garfield. Uh, John yeah. Arbuckle was a very emotional man. Okay. Very emotional man. Well, I just thought, like, uh, I always identify with Pookie. I like Pookie the best. The Pookie bear. the bear. Teddy yeah. bear. Yeah. Pookie the Teddy. bear. I like the bear. I'm, I'm, I'm a Nermal fan. Okay. I really love Nermal. Yeah. I Yo, think but, I was an Odie guy. Okay. Oh, Odie, yeah, I can't beat Odie. Liked did you Odie. guys like? Uh, did you like Snoopy's uncle uh, Spike? His co- was it his uncle or his cousin? Oh, it was his southwestern uncle. Right? Uncle. He From lived Arizona. down in Arizona, right? Yeah, this yeah. Is, this yeah. is quickly becoming an episode of Geek Shock. Yeah, Peanut. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is. <laughs> well, they that? just announced today the new 3D animated Peanuts movie. Oh, they did. Yes. Oh. Are we gonna? Are we, is this is this one of the things you're gonna tell me about? Nope. Okay. I have plenty of other ammunition in my nerd bag. I was gonna say we're, get, it's, it, we're, we're getting close, close to time. Well, Whoa. let's just go. Into, we're going to Jock versus Nerd here, and we'll can, go. For can it. I tell you a cool friend that that might be listening? At least she liked the uh, update when I put it on my uh, the old Facebook. Who was this? Katie Rich. Katie Rich might be listening to what we do. Saturday Night Live's own Katie Rich. She's Another a writer from the Second City in Chicago. Hardcore up-and-comer improviser right there. Look out for Katie Rich next season. Blow it up. She's great, man. I, yeah, she she I hope she doesn't steal your birdseed joke. <laughs> I think I'm safe on that one. <laughs> I think I'm safe. I'd like to see that in sketch form. Dude. I'd watch that. <laughs> Tonight's episode. Oh, <laughs> that's Shia LaBeouf in the birdseed episode. <laughs> Whenever I've, seen, whenever I've seen it in any capacity, it's a, it ends up being a bad idea. Uh, people turning a joke into a sketch. Oh, yeah. And, and it seems like it's such a good idea. It seems like <laughs> Dr. It's, it's, it's Num Nuts, everybody. Yeah. Dr. Oh, Num Nuts. Yeah, it doesn't work. I've seen some, I've seen some bad versions <laughs> of that. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Um, so let's get into So now we're going to do a little up. jock versus nerd here. Jock versus nerd. I'm going to tell you something that's happening in the jock world. You're going to tell me something that's happening in the nerd world. Now, are we going to phrase this in the form of a question kind of thing to try and if strip you need, each other up? If you need me to interject with a celebrity impression. That, oh, no, you will. <laughs> okay. We'll call on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely now, get that in Keep that in the too. pocket. Keep that in the pocket. All right, but you have two things, right? I just have one thing, so you go first. Well, I sort of have two things. I mean, one's an old thing. It's not a recent thing, but okay. one's a new thing. Okay, so... Fire. You want me to hit you with a question yeah, with it? Okay, great, great. Big Star Wars announcements were made today regarding the new trilogy, 7, 8, and 9, which are being put together. How far in the future do these next movies take place in the Star Wars universe? Oh, man. Okay, so I know right away that this is a trick question because... Everyone likes to point out that Star Wars took place a long, long time ago in a galaxy, in a galaxy far, 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 far away. Great. Not I'll tell you straight up, I'm not trying to trip you up with that. Okay. I'm going to say, I'll rephrase it. How long after the death of Darth Vader, Okay. Return of the Jedi timeline, yes. are these movies set? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Rich just, called, Rich just called out spoiler on that one. <laughs> and rightfully so. He's right. No, he's right. That was terrible what? of me. Who doesn't know the Star Wars? Hush, hush, hush. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I, I, I do not like Star Wars at all. I know. It's hilarious. Well, I, know. I think I maybe if, if kids, but I don't think, maybe kids wouldn't be listen, listening to the baby joke earlier. You know what? It's even weirder for kids because right now in the new stuff that's going on, the animated stuff, yeah, Anakin who becomes Darth Vader? Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, it's, it's all, yeah, it's, oh, no. He's going crazy He's in there. Oh, oh, no. It's, it's over. Over. Budget, I've ruined here. his childhood. There's the budget. Oh, God. There's the budget. Uh, if the original, if the second tarp, if the prequels weren't over. bad enough. Uh, but... Uh, the, the, it's everybody's rooting for the guy who becomes the most evil thing in the universe. Yeah. He's the hero of the early stuff. It's sure. weird. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Anyway. My guess is... Four years, because there was like there's high school, and now we're gonna get into college. Great, I'll give you one more clue because okay. you're dead wrong. <laughs> Understand that Carrie Fisher, yeah, 
uh, Mark Hamill yeah. and Harrison Ford are all reprising their iconic roles for this shoot. Oh, my gosh. The price for medical marijuana just went through the roof. <laughs> In a galaxy the... high, high away. In a galaxy. What were we saying? What were we? What? Let's uh, go. Millennium who? Oh, oh, let's make oh. a bong out of this Star Wars oh. thermos. Is she like Jabba that's kind of sexy sometimes? Chewie, you got a taco back there, man? <laughs> Good brother up. <laughs> oh, he's way past gone. <laughs> okay, so they're reprising their roles? Yes. Or are they just playing roles in, the, in it? No, they are going. Oh, like, well, oh, yeah, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to do the new Star Wars movies, and they're going to put those motherfuckers in cameo spots. Who's this? Oh, look, it's Alien number two. Just happens to look a lot like Han Solo. They do it all the time. No, no they do it in movies all the time. Okay, but what's happening? Yes, right. Yeah. But no. They are reprising their iconic roles. They are going to be Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia. 50 years. Again, wrong. It is 34 years into the future. It's been 32 years. years since the actual release and filming of the show. 34 years into the future is when they're setting it, and by the time it actually releases, it will lock up exactly in human Earth time with the time between Jedi and the release of When are they going to reboot Mac and Me? <laughs> are they going to ever bring that? Uh, speaking of Mac and me, I heard you have a really great Macaulay Culkin oh, yeah, this in your pocket I, there. Oh, yeah. For we, a long uh, time, I used to do this at malls. Right. Can we get that? Can we get this? Yeah. yeah I mean, just... I mean, everyone remembers this iconic moment. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. uh, the, the Home Alone. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone, uh, estranged um, child actor at one time. Hey, hey, where, where is everybody? Where, guys, you dirty, you filthy animal. The television actually said that. Oh, if I'm not no, mistaken, that was he, on the TV. Well, that he, was part of I have artistic license. Was he one You've time estranged, license. or was he one time a child actor? Uh, I think. Oh. You said one time a strange child actor. <laughs> he was a strange child actor. They said we need you to go away for a while. You know what? A child actor. For a strange child actor. Yeah. He dated uh, he Mila some, Kunis for a long time. He dated some hot. Yeah. Who was it? Mila Kunis. Yeah. yeah she's oh really man. Cool. They actually came to Star Trek: The Experience as a couple. Did you I got talk to, to see, them? I got to see her as I was now, a Klingon. She called me a sexy Klingon. Let's, let's My ass- life was made. Let's whole. assume. Let's assume Black Macaulay Culkin was molested by Michael Jackson. I know that's not maybe not true. But assume let's assume it? it's true. Okay, you don't, that's, you don't, so, okay, that's true. Let's just assume it. Sure. Would you still switch places with him in order to fuck Michael? <laughs> How much did the monkey see? <laughs> that's going to change everything. It was monkeys the rodeo clown? I forget his name. Otherwise, I'd have the perfect callback. His name was Bubbles. Uh, no, the, the rodeo one whiplash. was the rodeo whiplash. Whiplash, damn it. How much of whiplash? Which his, okay. name, his name because of the uh, molestation. Now, <laughs> an impression duo that I used to do was Whiplash talking to Bubbles. Oh, great, yeah. great. So we're back Actually, to Michael Jackson whiplash monkey. Whiplash talking yeah. Whip, whiplash to Bubbles. Whiplash cowboy monkey talking to Bubbles, Michael Jackson's uh, famous chimpanzee. Sure. <clears throat> this is going to really takes me back. <clears throat> this is Whiplash uh, talking to Bubbles. <clears throat> Hey, could be worse. <laughs> now wait, which monkey is saying it could be worse? That's Whiplash. <laughs> Clearly Whiplash, Paul. Really? Clearly That's Whiplash. whiplash. So, so, bubbles. so in Whiplash's mind, it is worse to be tied to a dog and run through, <laughs> and run through a rodeo stadium than to be possibly <laughs> molested by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay, great. Zip All ties right. or wine? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that that's the Michael Jackson question he asked all, all his guests? Zip ties or wine, everybody? <laughs> What's it going to be? No, I mean, the Something's monkey's probably zip tied on. Or okay. He, or oh, right. Michael's Bubbles place. is just drunk on wine. Okay. Drunk on wine. Uh, he probably uses zip ties, too. All right. Hit me with the uh, okay. alleged zip ties. The, the nerd. The, starting the, the Thursday. Jo- yeah, starting Thursday. One of the greatest sporting events. The NCAA Men's College Basketball Championship starts. It's happening. We live in Vegas. It's a huge Vegas thing. A lot of people come out here. Would this be the Sweet 16 are involved? Okay. It's already passed. You're getting close to my question. Starting Thursday, Yeah. how many teams have a chance to win the national championship? Uh, well, if they start off with the Sweet 16, I'm going to take it down to eight. No. Four. The base of which you started your logic yeah. was incorrect. 
Oh. They don't start off at 16. Way back. That's that's way yeah. early. It comes down to two. Of course it comes down to two. Two people have to play for the championship. But they only do one. It's not like a best of, right? Right, exactly. It's yeah, yeah. a game. One game. So that's yeah. seven games. I know a little bit about basketball because I am from Kentucky, and you can't help but know a little bit about basketball. I was going to say, yeah, Kentucky is a huge basketball. And country. as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, is L still in the running? Uh, University of Kentucky? No, L. University of Louisville. They're not this year? Oh, Louisville is in the... Yeah, yeah, Right? Oh, that's right. You guys, you guys have to choose between Louisville or Kentucky. Where yes. You, that's, uh, Louisville, is my, Louisville is my almost mater, yeah. where I attended for two and a half years and then ran away. Um, the college dropout in comedy? I know, huh? Who'd have thunk it? What the? Who? Prerequisite. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, what, uh, four? It's six, isn't it? I'm going to guess that Cody knows the answer to this. What was the question? How many are vying starting Thursday? Starting Thursday, Thursday how on, many teams have a chance, to win, have a chance to win the national championship? national championship in collegiate basketball? This Thursday. Starting this Thursday. Thanks. Are you seeing brackets? Yeah. You know what? I heard you got well, a really great Rick Patino. <laughs> Is that right? Mm-hmm. Could you hit me with a Rick Patino yep. real quick? Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, you guys. Just try. <laughs> if you knew how close that's that was. That's a big pregame yeah. speech. Yeah. Just try. That's just one of try. his better ones. That's above just the lockers. Just try. I got still, it's I got it's you, written above the lockers. They touch it. it on the you way out. Touch it on the way out. Just try. Just try. Just try, everybody. Just try. I, I got to buy a new seafood restaurant. Ken, we're with Kenny after the game. He had the game-winning shot. How's it feel? Oh, man. Coach just told me just try. And I went there and tried. It was totally great. I don't know why I wasn't trying before. That guy coach told me to try. Man, I was totally missing it. I was missing the boat. <laughs> P.S. Just to, to what is the answer? To remind you how uninterested I am in Star Wars, I already forgot the answer to your question. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, mine was numerical, as was yours. Yeah. What is your answer? Sixty-four. Holy That's what I was smoking bones. I, I didn't know, but I was say so that. it's we're not even down to Sweet Sixteen. Not even close. Not even close. You but U of L is in the top ranked. It is. Yeah. You, uh, uh, Louisville is a four seed, and Kentucky is an it's eight. It's pronounced seed. Louisville. 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 Don't put any money on New Mexico go. State or University of New Mexico. We're, hey, we're just happy to be there. There you go. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dark horse. Who knows, man? Uh, it would be great. Make odds. It would be. Oh. You should I'm place a bet before you leave. That is a great idea. Put $2 on it. What do you got to lose? I am going $2, to do that. $2, that's what you got to lose. That's Hey-o. a great idea. But still, yeah. You gave me a lot more Star Wars information, so I'll tell you that Louisville. Yes. Louisville. Whoa. There it is. Louisville. Was part of the Big East that just recently broke up as a big power conference, and they thought they stuck with the more powerful half of the conference that stayed with there, but they still got a shitty seat anyway. So they're a four seed instead of like a number one seed, which they would have been last year. They're defending champions, but and they're they playing really against record. a better quality of team. Is that what you're saying? But they have a harder road to get the national championship this year. Now Kentucky was supposed to be number one, rank number one, number one coming out of the gate. Are they technically still? And they just had such a terrible season that they're only an eighth seed in the okay. tournament. Okay, okay, interesting. So they're gonna have a very hard path. Yeah. And if both of them win their first two games, they'll play each other in the Sweet 16. Okay. I've watched plenty of college basketball games that I have enjoyed when I was a kid in Kentucky. They're not like your rodeo memories? You don't, I don't keep watching. You don't watching. go to a happy place? Rodeo memories. Memories. You don't have to go to your happy no, barrel to get away to from the old barrel. college basketball memories? Nope, nope. I enjoyed it. You know. I got called out of the blue one time. A guy had me come in, and I was in the barrel for a rodeo once in my life. I was a barrel man. A Mexican rodeo in, in north-central New Mexico. He called, he's like... I know you've been around. Fucking A. If there's a thing you got to put on that business card instead of that writer producer shit. Wow, what are you doing, man? That's it. Barrel Man from a, in a Mexican rodeo. <laughs> yeah. I was, I mostly Who the just, fuck doesn't email that guy? You ever, Who doesn't call that guy when I'll, he hands him the, the card minute, at the party? The when a bull hits it. that barrel, it's like a truck going about 45. It's severe. Your head Were rings. you wearing any like makeup and oh, stuff? Yeah. Grease paint, okay. baggy pants, tear you away were shirt. fully clowned out. Do you think that has any effect on the effectiveness of... For the bull's sake. What do you mean? Being all clowned out. Do you think they find well, it more amusing, more aggravating? No, the bulls are right? aggravated a I little guess. bit. They're bo- basically what these guys, these American bullfighters are incredible because their whole gig, they're also cuckoo because <laughs> their whole gig is to put their body between the bull and the cowboy. That's their whole thing. Like, just jump right in the middle. Oh, for an audio podcast, you're going to use visual. Well, we've got something of a, of, a, a of a video feed <laughs> going on here. Where it comes the out. cowboy's asking the bulls a spoon. Okay. There's a can of Red Bull is the... Here's the Red... Here's... 
Cool. Well, we're out of time. We are. <laughs> we Our ice cream is melted. We have melted away another hour at the Ice Cream Social. Thank you so much for having me. I really Cody, appreciate thanks it. For Cody, thanks for being here. Our first guest. So nice to have you here, sir. Cody, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I got a movie uh, coming out this summer, uh, as far as I know, uh, called The Yank. It's with uh, I'm in it along with uh, Fred Willard and Cole Meany. And uh, Kevin Farley, the very funny Kevin Farley. It's right. That'd be the Y A N K Yank. But oh, yeah, like yeah, we shot part of it in Ireland. It's kind of an Irish love story thing. Interesting. So, oh, cool. Uh, the Yank is you know a kind of a. Is there funny a website term, that you know yeah. offhand, or just? I think it's just... probably theyank.com. And uh, yeah. No, I've been there. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly. Is what not. is this? <laughs> this is not Catholic. Whiplash. How far have you fallen? There's nothing Catholic about this website. <laughs> this is not getting theatrical release. This film. Whiplash that I see and here. bubbles too. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> and you have your lovely lady. You have your, your lovely lady. Uh, give her a shout out. She's, oh yes. She's, uh, wait, wait, my good friend uh, Bettina is uh, hanging out in the studio out there. Yeah. She's yeah. just a good friend. Yeah. You're not. Gonna, you're not gonna hit that. What's that? What's up? I'm sorry. Okay. So uh, I want to thank, thank Mr. Paul Mattingly, my co-host here. I would love to thank Mr. Matt Donnelly, my co-host there. And Reddy Rich is over in the studio. Cameron came in and uh, helped us go live today, so thank you to Cameron Winters. Yes, thank you, Cameron. Also, it also made that lovely Ben & Jerry's logo so on our funny. site. MattandMattingly.com. Love that. Too late to change the good thing thing I said. Is that can we? <laughs> the, oh, yeah. Uh, it was not a Ben & Jerry's logo. <clears throat> uh, fuck Ben & Jerry's. I hate them. <laughs> right, Cameron? Is that right? Does that cover it? Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> we have to be parroting if we're going to use it. So, right? We love making fun of them. Uh, if you want ice cream, fuck, fuck Ben and Jerry's to get yourself some yeah. Pen and Jerry, Pen Gillette's, uh Pen and Jerry's. Pen and Jerry's. <laughs> Why didn't they go with Pen and Jerry? That's a combo. Does he know any, I'm sure he knows a guy named Jerry. I love that. Oh, if he'd have got a hold of Seinfeld, I think he's, dude, that's Apprentice too. It's Pen and Jerry. I think Pen has enough ampersands in his life. <laughs> Uh, of course, I want to thank our big boss, Ben Gillette, uh, for giving us Vintage News Studios to record this podcast yes, here. And, of course, you. thanks to all of our live listeners who tuned in on the message board. Uh, thank you guys so much. And this uh, this was another fine episode of uh, Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social.